This tragic news uh, from yesterday is a reminder that every day uh, first responders uh, go to work putting themselves at risk for our health and safety. We also have, especially during uh, this COVID-19 event, healthcare workers, other essential workers that are uh, doing the same, go to work on our behalf, putting themselves uh, potentially at risk for our health and safety. Please let's not forget that. Today we are announcing 46 new cases of COVID-19, which brings the total number of confirmed cases in Nova Scotia to 721. We currently have 12 individuals in hospital, four of those in ICU. 248 people have now recovered and their infection can be considered resolved. We have uh, tested uh, Nova Scotians and have negative results for 21,769 people. We now have nine licensed long-term care homes and unlicensed seniors facilities that have uh, at least one case of COVID-19. Uh, and, uh, and in, in total, that involves uh, 127 residents and 61 staff. The vast majority of these cases are in Northwood, uh, and our overall provincial numbers, uh, are the new numbers we announced today, the, the large majority of those are also from Northwood. I know Northwood provided a media update not long ago, and I won't go into any more detail around the Northwood situation other than to say that they are working day and night, being supported by the entire healthcare system to provide the best care to their residents and support their staff uh, through this very difficult uh, situation. Over the past 24 hours, our province has seen events unfold that will leave us all reeling. We are hurt, we are, we are mourning, and the whole country mourns with us. I also want to offer my deepest condolences to the victims, their families, and loved ones. I know several of the victims have, na have now been identified, and we've learned that some are healthcare workers, along with the RCMP officer who was identified yesterday. I know the whole health system is mourning these individuals and all victims. This unprecedented situation we face with the, with the COVID-19 virus uh, makes this unspeakable tragedy and how we deal with it that much more difficult. I know what I'm about to say uh, is going to be hard for people to hear, uh, especially when we're going through so much pain at this time. And while we want to mourn victims and come together as communities, we need to do that in a way that does not uh, create an environment for COVID-19 to further spread. I know that the RCMP and the, and the victims' families do and will appreciate the outpouring of support that is coming their way, uh, but we cannot have people gather together as part of showing this support. Uh, as part of the public health order we, order, we need to remember that all gatherings must be of five people or less, uh, and even when, though, when people get together in those numbers, we need to maintain social distance. So please, uh, people being on the streets, uh, honoring police, uh, we, 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 we don't need that and can have that. RCMP just in the last hour or so came out with a very similar message. Uh, we welcome and ask for your support uh, and for your tributes and, your, and honoring people, but please we need to do, uh, do this virtually. COVID-19 is not going to pause because of our pain. We cannot let our guard down uh, and create even more challenges by having COVID-19 spread further. 
again, I know, I'm sorry I have to say this. I know it's difficult, but we need to continue to stay strong uh, and, and deal with both of these difficult circumstances in a way that doesn't, uh, that sees no one else get hurt, sick or die. When COVID-19 is passed, and it will, we can come together as a province stronger than ever to remember the victims of yesterday's tragedy in ways that we were more accustomed to. But today we need to focus on mourning safely. In our efforts to flatten the curve, uh, protecting our healthcare system um, and, the brave, uh, and the brave individuals who are helping us to battle COVID-19, we cannot stop in our efforts uh, of, of, of separating, of staying away from each other, preventing the virus to get a further foothold. And lastly, I'm going to say, to, so the public and especially the media are aware, we have received a number of requests from media outlets outside of Nova Scotia who are looking to come in and, and uh, bring reporters in uh, to, uh, to support their coverage of events in Nova Scotia. But we have said no, unfortunately. There's no exemptions. We cannot give exemptions for this purpose. We're asking media outlets to rely on reporters that are already uh, that are already here in the province of Nova Scotia, um, and or make alternative arrangements. Uh, I, I bring that forward to say, as an example, while we're asking Nova Scotians to be to be strong and 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 to uh, adhere to public health orders, we're being equally strong with others who are asking for exceptions. So I'll end today to say it's, it's a very difficult day for all of us. Uh, yesterday was a very difficult day. It's a reminder to me of, of how we need to deal with, with, as life comes at us every day, whether it's tragic events, whether it's COVID-19, uh, how, how do we be the best people that we can be together by being caring for each other, by building up community, uh, and by just, just being compassionate with each other. Thank you.